I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN Prime Time. Live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, here is Tim Murray. It is a football Friday championship weekend. Baltimore Ravens hosting the Kansas City Chiefs and the Detroit Lions headed out to San Francisco. If you want to go to that game, JBT. I do. That's Jonathan Montobel. I'm Tim Murray. Come on out to Circa next two nights. Enter to win a chance to go with Derek Stevens on a private plane drawing tomorrow night. If I win, will John Goulet give me the day off on Sunday? I mean, there's no better way to uh, put pressure on your boss than to ask on national television. John, can I go if I win? You can text me. Bill, you can text me too. Whatever. Email. I know you guys listen. <laughs> Len, if you're listening too. Jason Robbins. Anybody. <laughs> let me know. I'd love to go. All right. Because I am going to win. It's a who's who and a what's what, by the way. Doug Kazarian's going to be Ooh. here. Got a text that he's dropping the dog off and then going. Wow. Paulie Howard I saw already today. I saw Paulie Howard too. Man, it's a, it's a big thing. A lot of, a lot of things happening. All right, uh, let's get to our next guest uh, as we continue the who's who's of lineups. It is our good friend Chuck Esposito from Stations Casino here in Las Vegas, Nevada. You can go check him out at the Red Rock. When uh, when you come to town, head on over to Summerlin and uh, go say hello to Chuck as he is uh, ready to uh, take your action for the Super Bowl. Chuck, let's start with the AFC Championship. As I look at it right now on my app, you guys have Ravens 4 Total at 44 and a half. We have seen one shop circa go to four and a half. What has the action been like for you guys so far on the AFC championship? You know, Tim, the ticket count isn't crazy. It does favor the Ravens a little bit, but only at about 56%. Um, overall money bet does favor the Ravens as well. Um, I know there's, you know, I think a four and a half out there and there might be some three and a half. At this point, there's really nothing that's going to push us either way. Um, we could easily get pushed, but at this point, on uh, the way the game's being bet, uh, four looks like the number for us right now. 
Uh, what about the uh, the total, Chuck? Have you seen anything one way or the other for this one? We have, JVT. I mean, we opened the total 46. Um, it's down to 44.5. So we've seen a lot more um, under money on the total so far. Um, ticket count, though, it's funny. It's been more sharp money on the under. Ticket count still favors the over, however, in this game. Chuck Esposito joining us here from Stations Casino. You can go say hello uh, over at one of their many properties. He's at the Red Rock there uh, in Summerlin. Uh, Chuck, before we get to the NFC Championship game, I do want to kind of uh, take us take people through the process because we love having you on and giving us the insight, and you've done it all year. You texted me, I believe, on Saturday morning because we had you on on Friday, and you said you're going to want both favorites and by the time those games kicked off, you wanted both of the dogs, and that was San Francisco against Green Bay and Houston against Baltimore. So from the time we talked to you, which is 5 o'clock local, 8 o'clock Eastern, to, to, uh, to Sunday, how much more action do you expect to come in? It's going to change dramatically, guys. Um, I, I really think that when you've got you know, the two games on Sunday this week, you're going to see most of that money start coming in you know, sometime mid-afternoon to early evening tomorrow up until kickoff. Um, it, you know, one or two bets could easily sway it. Uh, last week it was in just an onslaught, though. It was dramatically different. When I texted you, Tim, it was dramatically different from what it was about 24 hours before when we had talked. So I'm not sure what to expect at this point, but it's looking like right now we're going to need the Chiefs in the early game. It's really hard to tell in the, in the second game because although money does favor the Niners just a little bit, ticket count clearly favors the Lions. So I'm not sure yet in that game. But I think in the first one right now, unless something changes, which it, should, which it could, uh, we're going to need the Chiefs. Chuck, let's get to that game because we've seen the market react a little bit. We've seen some seven and a half show up today. We've seen some of those hooks get scooped. As I look at you guys are sitting right now, seven juice to the Niners, minus 120 to the Niners, even money to the Lions. My gut would tell me that the public would be tantalized by the Lions, you know, uh, a team that continues to win. They've got a lovable coach. And then the Niners last impression wasn't all that impressive. So you, you, you hit on a little bit, but can you expand on where you guys are currently with the ticket count on this game? And if it is, you know, a difference between the old pros and Joe's, if you do expect some more sharp money to come in on the favorite. Yeah, it is a bit, Tim. I would say the sharpest bet that we took so far and maybe the largest sharpest bet that we took so far was on the 49ers. So kind of got us off that seven flat, got the game juiced a bit. Uh, ticket count clearly favors the Lions at this point. I think you're looking at a Niner team that hasn't covered in six straight games. The one thing for me is the Lions outdoors. I mean, if you look at six of their last seven regular season games, um, all were indoors except the one game in Chicago in early December where they got beat 28, I think it was 28-13, uh, and then both playoff games were indoors. So they haven't been great outdoors this year, but it seems like they've gotten a lot of home games or a lot of games overall that have been in the dome for the last two months. So kind of anxious to see how they play outside. But I would say clearly now the sharp money has been on the Niners, but the ticket count from the, the Joes has clearly been on the Lions. Chuck, will we uh, it, we always say around Super Bowl time, right, that with the handle being so large with so much public money in the pot that the public does have a little bit more influence on, on a Super Bowl line total, whatever it is. Do you see a little bit of that effect with these AFC and NFC championship games now that we're down to two games, or is that still more reserved for a big game like the Super Bowl? 
I think it's a little bit more reserved, JBT, just because of this matchup. I think, yeah. you know, Chiefs-Ravens, you can make a case for both these two teams. Ravens, number one seed in the AFC. I mean, so dominant at home, I think 13-4 and four this year. They're just a really, really good team. And I think you look at the Chiefs and you're getting some value with, with Patty Mahomes. Maybe If this number does go to, to four and a half industry-wide, I could see some Chief money showing. But I think right now the, the public is backing the Ravens just a little bit. But if you like the Chiefs, we're seeing so much more money on the money line on that game than we are on the Ravens. You're seeing a lot of higher ticket count and a lot more money wagered on the Chiefs right now, uh, getting that kind of juicy money line price, thinking, hey, this, this is kind of too much of a value for Patrick Mahomes here. Do you think that could be a situation, Chuck, where we hear it a lot, where you have these shorter spreads, where the, the books want to thread that needle, where ideally Ravens win but don't cover? Is that is that ultimately what do you think could happen in this situation i think that's the the optimum outcome for us tim is that right now if you get the ravens to win by one two or three although we did open at three and we did take some money on the ravens minus three um to have them fall just like that i think it would be perfect because i do think you're going to continue to see the pot grow on chiefs money line i think to a to a you know a pretty good click right there that worst case would be for us maybe if the chiefs win outright we're getting that one, two, or three would be the perfect case scenario. You know, we were talking as we talked to Chuck Esposito here on VEASAN Primetime. And, you know, Chuck, I love hearing different uh, books talk about their liabilities because yesterday we had Derek Stevens in here, and he's talking about how they are a massive loser to the Baltimore Ravens. So while ultimately they may, let's just say, are a loser on a game basis to the Chiefs, they would love to see the Chiefs. How are you guys situated currently in that futures market heading into the Super Bowl? We're actually in really good shape, JVT, on, on three of the four teams. Um, the one team um, that we're not as good a shape on is Detroit. Um, we weren't in great shape on the Niners maybe six, seven weeks ago, um, but you know, lowered them a little bit and were able to take a lot of money on the Rams and Packers at kind of maybe an out-of-market price that the guests kind of really – bet them and took a chance. Same with the Bills. So from our side, it worked out really well. Niners-Ravens are the two best teams that we sit with. Chiefs are good as well. Lions maybe not so good right now. But but overall, the two favorites, we're in pretty good shape on our future book. For our audience, Chuck, who might not know, like let's say the Lions make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, what will you guys do in terms of lines or totals or you know anything like that that you would like try to even your position out? What will better see that might be a little different on a station screen? You know, I, I think you have to look at it a little bit, JBT, like the future book is a separate entity at that point when okay. it's just one game. Okay. You, you can always factor it in. But, I, you know, I, I think if it's, if it's um, Chiefs-Lions, um, these two teams played the first game of the season where the Chiefs were six and a half or seven. I think the line will be more like three, three and a half here. Uh, maybe of all the totals, that would be the highest total, maybe in the 50, 50 and a half range. I don't think there's a, a lot you can do at that point, but just kind of book the game. I think with the other scenarios where you've got an opportunity to be in really good shape with futures, you just kind of bank that money a little bit and book the game accordingly and see where it might fall. Again, depending on the spread, and Tim touched on it, maybe we're in a position where they're laying the favorite on the point spread, taking the dog on a money line, which puts us in kind of a perfect case scenario if it falls. Chuck Esposito, Racing Sportsbook Director from Stations Casino here uh, joining us on VEASAN Primetime. Chuck, for you guys, uh, being more of a local shop, you know, what do you expect for from the Super Bowl? Do you expect, I mean, you've got 
uh, properties all over town. You've got one just right off the strip, uh, you know, the plaza there, and uh, you've got you know a bunch of different spots. So what are you guys expecting from this influx of, uh, of newbies to town? I, I think, Tim, you've already seen it. I mean, we've seen just kind of an added buzz and excitement and um, you know, you can just tell that with the Super Bowl being here, people are looking forward to it. I think just preparations that we're making um, and all of our sports books to have all the windows open, extended hours. I think anything we can do to help make this process easier for our guests, we're going to do. Curious to see how, you know, the, the matchup unfolds right now. Uh, but we're going to do everything we can to make the experience tremendous for our guests. Chuck, great stuff as always. We appreciate it. And uh, we will talk to you next week. All right, boy. Sounds good. There he is. Chuck Esposito joining us as he does each and every week. So uh, no real massive need as of yet. Uh, sounded like uh, people might be a little intrigued by the dog. No, but I'm actually I'm glad you brought this up to Chuck. We'll have to expand on it next week. But uh, one of the interesting things I'm fascinated by is Chuck over at stations and others have added like the same game parlays and stuff to the menus. Not necessarily a thing that betters are going to come into town are going to be able to find readily. So I'm really interested to see how books adjust in terms of what they offer. That's Jonathan Von Tobel. I'm Tim Murray. The latest on uh, the AFC and NFC Championship. What line movement have we seen? And we revisit our favorite plays for this upcoming weekend. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you haven't already, make sure you check out the new vsin.com. JVT's best bets, they're up there every single day, front and center. We've also got some breakdowns of the Australian Open coming up. We've got some championships to break down. Check it out, vcin.com. All right, before we get back to the football conversation, I'm sitting next to the man that is our senior NBA analyst as Wisconsin. It's another three. Awesome. Um, 
So I got 13 minutes left in the first half. You're right. This is true. Um, the Phoenix Suns lead the Pacers 80 to 70 at halftime. And the Mavericks are tied 66 <laughs> to 66 at the half as well. A couple uh, decent first half performances, if you want to let the people know what uh, both Devin Booker and Luka Doncic have done to this yeah. point. By the way, shout out to uh, Paul Nelson up on Twitter who uh, pointed this out to me because I had not been keeping track of the box score for Mavericks and Hawks. Uh, as you mentioned, 66 all tie at the break over in Atlanta. Luka Doncic with a paltry 41 points on 16 of 21 shooting to go along with five rebounds and four assists in the game. Um, that is insane that we have two guys right now, uh, Devin Booker, who has 37 at the, at the break, uh, Luka Doncic, who has 41. Of course, this week, we saw Joel Embiid with his 70-point performance. We saw 62 from Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, these guys who could score and score in bunches, the talent is absolutely incredible. And we have two big nights already in front of us, potentially here between Luka Doncic and Devin Booker. But 41 points at the break for, for Luka Doncic. Can he get... To 82. Can he do it? And then De Devin Booker said a career high first half. Of what he has 37. Yes. So, uh, decent, decent, uh, decent starts. By the way, day. for those who don't remember, I say 82 because Kobe, of course, had the 81 points back in 2006 against, against the Raptors. The Raptors yep. yeah. So want to see if he can get to 82, get uh, beat the Kobe record, the modern record, if you will. Some with some would say the hundred points game is uh, made up just like the moon landing. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what they say. Don't happened, ask me who they are. Happened in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Um, all right. Wisconsin up eight. There we go. Damn, nice dunk there for Michigan State. 17 to 11. A lot of game left. I'm just of, saying. Have we seen game footage left. of the 100-point game? I think so. <laughs> Is it real? I, How do you know? Deep fake? I saw a Taylor Swift video the other day. That was deep fake. All right? Come on. I don't know if that could be real or not. I don't even think Jason Kelsey really took off his shirt in Buffalo. Right. It's all digitized. Is that DeMar Hamlin who stuck that punt? I don't know. Oh, man. By the way, people, get a life. The outrage today on the Pro Football Writers Association giving DeMar Hamlin comeback player of the year. I mean, we just, knew this was going to happen. Uh, now, look, I would, I would personally, like, disagree. Like, I would give it. There are a couple of guys who I think have come back from actual, like, you know, other serious things that have played larger roles, right? So, like... If I had a vote, would I have given it to DeMar Hamlin? No, probably not. But, like, I'm not going to go crazy after what the guy did. Like, and came back and at least did contribute. Yeah, why not? On the active roster? Right. I mean, and Joe Flacco basically came out today and was like, what are we doing, folks? But, uh, man, people get fired up. People get fired up. So, uh, that, by the way, if you do have a DeMar Hamlin or someone else, player uh comeback player of the year or mm -hmm. like you defensive player of the year these are not the selections that will win you your ticket the ap is the yes. selection that will win you your ticket so just point that out these were the pro football writers association now it's probably a good sign correct for your particular bet but just uh femi actually femi bebefe who hosts lombardi line and uh GM Shuffle. We were texting about this the other day, and he gave me a number on it. Let's see. Um, oh, okay. It was last year. So last year, 
um, all seven of the Pro Football Writers winners, or Association Writer Award winners, yeah. excuse me, um, it was seven for seven. So okay. every single one of them that won the award last year, all of them then went on to win the AP award. So that means D'Amico Ryan's. I think I saw he won this. Uh, he won Coach of the Year. Miles Garrett won. Uh, defensive player, player of, the of the year. Christian McCaffrey was offense, and Lamar Jackson was MVP. And DeMar Hamlin won comeback player of the year. By the way, uh, Joe Flacco was uh, on a radio show today and said, I'm just coming back from being old and from not being on a team for a couple of months when asked about comeback player of yeah. the year. And then he was said about DeMar Hamlin, I don't know how many snaps he played. I just think mentally to get yourself back to the point where you feel comfortable doing that kind of thing is pretty cool so. now i think what's cool is so the pro football writers also have a most improved player i do like uh, that they should I, I would love that because that's one of my favorite awards in the nba um and it, it creates good conversation about what improvement is but baker mayfield won the pro fighter uh, the pro football writer association uh, most improved player so that would be a pretty interesting award to actually uh give out or just if you want if you're a uh if you're a book hang up most improved player because you know that the pro football writers uh, give it out. So the interesting award to handicap. That's something you can uh, suggest to uh, some, some odds makers. If out there. only we were a network that was on and funded by a sports book. Well, we are. Oh, Hey, yeah, Jason, come on. I, All right. We don't, we've never met each other, but come on. Uh, Jared Smith going to join us here at the, the bottom the machine. of the hour. Uh, as we sit here right now, JBT, what do you have in pocket? What are you looking to get into said pocket for championship Sunday? I know your fu- you got a futures ticket yes. on the Chiefs, so you're looking to maybe hedge off in a position there. So what are you looking to attack in the market? Uh, so I will say that uh, in terms of actual bets, just the Super Bowl future right now is the only thing in the actual pocket. I will be playing the uh, Baltimore Ravens money line. Uh, I was kind of just holding out saying, let's, let's see where this goes. Now I think I held out too long because I didn't expect it. I misread the market. That it would get up this high. I thought it was going to be able to stay under $2. Uh, there's still about $1.98 out there that I'm looking on my screen, but seems to be the consensus cheapest number is about minus 205. So I'm going to hold out hope and then pray that uh, this thing gets a little bit cheaper and navigate the future. As far as what else I'm looking to get in, uh, I would say this. I'm actually I'm not going to do it because it's not going to be uh, an EV move. I actually do think laying it with Baltimore is the side, and I, I would very much play that if I was not involved in any way. But I'm also looking to add under in Detroit, San Francisco, and I'm glad I stood pat on this uh, because I actually thought under 51 was playable. But now we're up to like 52 in multiple spots. We talked a little bit about this with Drew Dintick. I would agree with the sentiment uh, that maybe this correlates a little bit more to the 49ers side, but I just think that when you're talking about two teams, Tim, who – start with their running games, who start with time of possession, who play really good defense, specifically Detroit, as we know, top 10 in terms of rush defense in many different metrics. And on the other end, a San Francisco 49ers team that I think is going to be able to get after Jared Goff, pressure him, uh, make him somewhat uncomfortable, him playing outdoors, all of these sort of things lend this to being a somewhat low-scoring game. So I want to play, bet this under, but I think I'm not in any danger of missing out on anything crazy. So I'll sit back and see what happens by the time we get to game day. Uh, does it get up to 53? Who knows? Uh, but I'll sit back away. But under for sure in 49ers and Lions, and I'll be betting a, a, a Ravens money line price at some point. I was a little surprised that Drew Dinsick really liked the over. Now, it's good to have differing opinions because Eric Eager was on and liked the under in the NFC ch- AFC Championship. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, 44 and a half. Uh, that was my initial feel. I'm not a big totals guy. Um, totals better. But my initial feel was I, I thought this would be Game script-wise, more of a low-scoring game. I think the Chiefs, if you remember, I mean, this is a team that we have to recall 
really struggled offensively. And this postseason, most specifically last week, they've they've kind of gotten it going here. But this is a team that was in the high teens, low 20s on a regular basis yep. uh, across the season. But, um, look, if I had to make a spread play, it would be Ravens laying it, um, you know, I think, you know, as I gave it out earlier in the show, the thing, the way that I'm looking to attack this game is I, I do think, and it may be square, but I think both favorites take care of business. Uh, I know the Lions have gotten some some public support, but it seems like sharp action coming in on the Lions to get that number up to 7.5. Is that correlated to the fact that Debo Samuel is officially going to play and doesn't even have a uh, an injury status? Certainly could be. But if you put those two together at DraftKings – Minus 198 on the money line for Baltimore, minus 340 for the San Francisco 49ers. You're looking at an under minus 110 bet. You're looking at minus 106. So uh, that's a bet that I do have in pocket. I did take some Ravens money line earlier this week at, I think it was like minus 175. Yeah. Um, you know, at minus $2, it's getting a little rich. So uh, that that's, that's where I stand. From a, a Detroit side, you initially were looking at at the dog there. Are you still intrigued at seven and a half to take Detroit? Yeah, I, I mean, just because we're talking about seven in the hook right. and a, a Lions team that I still believe in to a certain extent has some things they can do pretty well here. And and I'll be frank and like to use your term, maybe it's a little square, but as somebody who never really bought into the narrative of, of Brock Purdy and watching what transpired last week with him at quarterback, I get the rain and whatnot, but it, it just didn't instill a lot of confidence uh, for me in Brock Purdy and the ability to at least lead a, a win and a win by margin, we'll put it that way, to win by eight or more points against his Lions squad. You know what's wild? And, and Chuck Esposito just mentioned this. The Detroit Lions have played five games outdoors this year. Yeah. Now, the weather is supposed to be very nice. And if, once again, you want to join Derek Stevens, you just go upstairs and be part of the uh, little raffle. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. Did you get a text back? No, not, not yet. yet. John, no. can I go if I win? Please. <laughs> John, Jared Smith will join us next. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. Put the VSIN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with a VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up on a VSIN Pro annual subscription and get your first year for only $199. Just use the promo code PRIME. Get access to everything on our brand new VSIN.com website, including our daily best bets with a leaderboard to see which VSIN expert has the hot hand, betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving every game, betting systems, premium analysis, and 24-7 video access, plus our upcoming Super Bowl betting guide with best bets and our favorite prop, prop bets. Remember, that promo code PRIME. Get your first year of VEASAN Pro Access for just $199. Sign up today, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Alongside Jonathan Von Tobel, I am Tim Murray. It is VEASAN Prime Time. Got a couple evening sweats going on as we speak as Michigan State and Wisconsin Wisconsin leading 28 to 24 in that one at the uh, under eight media timeout. JVT is sweating out the Suns, mm. laying uh, four oh, and a half, right? Yep, yep, yep. Leading by, I believe, six in that one. Yes, Devin Booker just hit a nasty little bank shot here. I am, uh, I'm very much rooting for him or Luka Doncic to get to 80. Like, let's do this thing today, huh? 
fun. All right, let's get in. Uh, let's get a little more content regarding Sunday's games. We got Jared Smith, frequent guest here on Vsin Primetime, also host on Vsin at Jared Lee Smith on Twitter. Jared, we'll go uh, chronological order here. We'll start with the AFC Championship game. We've seen a little bit of market movement uh, again today as Circa has now moved to four and a half. This would be, as we look back, the biggest spread, ties the biggest spread Patrick Mahomes has ever been as a quarterback in the NFL. Uh, what did you do from a side perspective for the AFC Championship game? Yeah, I, I got early in on Ravens minus three and a half. I think there was maybe like a like an expensive three out there right when this thing opened, but it's been pretty steady movement towards Baltimore um, since the number opened. And and I think you could ask a lot of pros in town this week. They probably would have made this game six or six and a half if it was a few weeks ago. So you're kind of playing the paying the playoff tax on Mahomes, and and that's no surprise. I'm sure people are going to see that number and be like, oh my goodness gracious, uh, Patrick Mahomes getting four and a half points in a playoff game. How can I pass that up? Um, well, the Ravens have been the better team all season. There's no doubt about that. And I, I think, you know, obviously Mahomes could pull a rabbit out of his hat. But I think if you just go, you know, level by level here, especially the Ravens offense, I think against the Chiefs defense, we'll see what William Gay's status is. He's kind of the primary run defender on this Chiefs uh, linebacking group. If he is is unable to go or if it's less than 100%, I think that's very good news for Lamar Jackson. And I think the Joe Thune injury on the other side for the Chiefs offensive line is huge. Now, Andretti, the backup's kind of been in, in some okay spots in the past. I know he's gotten some playing time. Um, but this is a Ravens defense that attrition-wise is pretty fresh right now, whereas the Chiefs have kind of had to battle their way through the second half. And same thing on the NFC side. Like, I just think the, you know, this is where the bye week really comes into account because you've had two straight playoff games for these wild card teams. And these games are physical. The Chiefs game last week against the Bills was a physical football game. Multiple players on Kansas City got hurt there. So I just think it all favors Baltimore and kind of a bully ball mentality. And my guess is, though, for it, I'd be shocked if this thing kept moving out to five, five and a half, six, because at some point there will be Kansas City money, but clearly not yet. Jared, when you talk about like market upgrades for teams and, you know, it's a good point about Kansas City, uh, but we were talking about this when looking at the projected Super Bowl lines. You can't argue that there's been an upgrade on Baltimore, right? Because they were catching six in San Francisco and the look ahead line for them in San Francisco again is only one and a half. So that doesn't really compute. So how do you how do you balance those two things where you have clear upgrades for both Kansas City and Baltimore at this point right now? Yeah, I, I think. With, with the Super Bowl look-ahead lines, especially for the Niners one, I think they're maybe factoring in a little bit of home field advantage for San Francisco. Um, and there will be uh, if it is a Niners uh, Super Bowl, you know, especially out here uh, on the West Coast. Um, for the Chiefs side, I, I, I just think you look at what they've done down the stretch, and defensively, they, they really have been good. Um, but how, how much improved is this offense, JPT, right? Like, we do make improvements, but how much can you drastically improve in what, a four-week stretch? Um, where we were kind of burying this Chiefs offense right after the game against the Raiders. Um, I, I think they are improved, but I just think the Ravens have been the bet. Like, right? And when you when you analyze the AFC side of the picture, for sure, or even the entire NFL, the Ravens keep showing up in these big games, right? Nine wins by more than 14 or, 14 or more against winning teams. Like, that's never happened in the NFL. There's a conversation to be had. It might not be pretty sometimes with Lamar, but in terms of some of the metrics, if they do end up winning this week and winning the Super Bowl, this will go down as one of the better teams uh, in, in NFL history. 
No, there's no doubt. I mean, already, I think some of the metrics, I think regular season-wise, I think they're like sixth all-time uh, based off of, uh, you know, where they played and how they played in that regular season. Jared Smith joining us here at Jared Lee Smith on Twitter. All right, let's get to the NFC Championship game because this one's intriguing. Uh, we get the news that Debo Samuel, uh, no designation. He's completely uh, off the injury report. So, you know, still, you could be off the injury report and not 100% healthy, but the market has reacted a little bit to that with some hooks arriving today on the San Francisco 49ers, Jared. So, you know, I think we just had Chuck Esposito on. I think the public's going to be intrigued by the Lions. But I'll be honest, Jared, I like San Francisco. I have them to win, but I'm not racing to lay seven and a half uh, with the San Francisco 49ers off of, you know, what we saw, albeit in the rain, uh, last Saturday night. Yeah, and that's fair. I, I think like when you look at the game last week, I think it was a little more circumstantial than like glaring red flags on the Niners, right? The Packers were the hot team. They came in, they got a favorable weather situation. Um, Debo Samuel got hurt in the first quarter. The entire game plan is built around Debo Samuel. So when you have to make that adjustment early in the game, it changes a lot of what you can run. And despite that, I thought, you know, Brock still threw it a lot, right? He had 39 passing attempts. That was the second most of any quarterback over the weekend. So it's not like Kyle Shanahan, despite the elements, he couldn't grip the ball, the Debo stuff, the fact that the Packers were susceptible to the run. All of those things didn't stop the Niners from, from attempting 39 passes last week. I, I think they're going to have a much easier time this week against um, this Lions defense. You know, you look at the metrics down the stretch, the explosive pass rate. Um, the ability of them to stop a, a kind of multiple offense that can throw it down the field. And, you know, the intended air yards for Brock Purdy this year have been fantastic. Has he shown up in, in some big games with some questionable, you know, uh, footwork, questionable precision, questionable efficiency? Sure. Um, but I'll give him the benefit of that one more time here because he has what I think to be a favorable matchup. On the other side for Detroit, if they don't bully ball the Niners, I, I just don't see a path for them. And it's going to be tough for them. Jonah Jackson, we know, is out. Ragnow, the center, who's maybe one of the best players in the league, uh, on the offensive line at least, uh, probably going to need surgery after the season. Like, he's, you know, dealing with multiple injuries. Like, the bread and butter for this Lions team run the ball. I don't know how effective that'll be. The Niners have had their moments against the run this year, a little more vulnerable than in years past. But I think they, they were okay last week outside of the big run by Aaron Jones, they held a lot of the down-to-down -down stuff in check. So I, I do think the Niners will look much more Niner-like uh, in very good conditions in Santa Clara on Sunday. You got any player props you like this weekend in either game? Uh, Lamar Jackson over everything, rushing attempts, rushing yards. So the stuff with Lamar, my guess is by the time we get to Sunday, those numbers will get bet up considerably. So if you want to bet Lamar, you should have bet it like two or three days ago, but you probably still can get it in a favorable price. I got over 10 and a half rushing attempts. Um, my pal Steve Fezzik, he gave out 60, uh, I think 65 or 66 and a half rushing yards earlier this week on our podcast. Um, I think both of those are good on the Niner side. It's tough. You don't know how big of a, a factor Debo will be. My guess is he'll be a little bit more of a decoy. Only Kyle Shanahan really knows that. But on the Lions side, if you think the Lions are gonna have a good game to me, the correlated play is Jameer Gibbs. Um, you look at his numbers, his pro football focus grades. I mean, he just pops and just, you know, the, the couple runs he had last week were just explosive. I think he's still kind of sitting in the mid-40s there with rushing yards. If you think the Lions can cover um, or win outright, I think Jameer Gibbs is going to have to have a big game. You know, Jared, while we have you, um, you know, looking at the Super Bowl MVP market, um, you, know, you can get a couple extra pennies. Uh, and, 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 and I say that tongue-in-cheek, but, you know, you look at the Ravens, right? They're plus 190 at DraftKings to win the Super Bowl. They're plus 220, or Lamar Jackson's plus 220 in the MVP market. 
I would remove San Francisco from this discussion. I don't see, I could see Christian McCaffrey winning, but let's just look at Lamar Jackson. If you're of the mindset that you believe the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl, would you look at a Lamar Jackson Super Bowl MVP ticket right now? 100%. Um, you have to ask yourself how much of a correlation was, remember like last year, it was like blatantly obvious. Like there was no way the Chiefs were winning that game last year right. and Patrick Mahomes was not going to be the MVP. I don't know if that is as, cor- like it's, it's highly correlated, but I think the Mahomes thing was more correlated. So it was a safer play just to bet Mahomes MVP and not have to worry about the Chiefs money line. I don't know if it's as uh, synced up as it was last year, but there are a lot of scenarios where if the Ravens win that game, uh, Lamar Jackson is going to be the MVP. All right. Who's in the Super Bowl? Is it Ravens Niners? Yeah. I mean, come on, guys. The script was written, what, months ago? Right, like, the, the colors. Chiefs Lions. Yeah, the colors. And I saw, I, I drove by Allegiant Stadium last night. The uh, All of the facade was all purple. I mean, come on, guys. Dollar. Sorry, Swifties. It's, it's done. It's done. It's, done. It has been written. Already decided. Jared, appreciate it, man. Have a great weekend. <laughs> Have a good stuff, man. There he is. Jared Smith, at Jared Lee Smith on Twitter. Apparently, Wisconsin's not going to miss sh- shots tonight. Ooh, you almost slipped, huh? Yeah, that's not going to miss anything. All right, that's JVT. I'm Tim Murray. We'll wrap up the show, give you our best bets for the weekend next. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code VSIN. V-S-I-N, only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Once again, that code, VSIN, the crown, is yours. Alongside Jonathan Von Tobel, I am Tim Murray. It is VSIN Prime Time. 
Not looking great at the old Kohl Center, at least for me. If you're a Wisconsin backer, it's looking very good. 42-32, 20 seconds to go in the first half. Uh, the old revenge spot for Sparty. Uh, not so uh, revengeful right now. Only down by seven. Ten. Wait, what are you catching? Oh, true. Come on, see? You got to think positive. You got to have positive thoughts here. True, it's true. Uh, your Clippers, where are you on pace with your Clippers Raptors? So, so actually, this is something I, I, I got to hold on. Let me do some math real quick here. 66 plus 52. Uh, all right. So we got 118 total points scored. Uh, so right around like a, the, right around where the, the game closed. Uh, however, they're up 66 to 52. So they got this uh, 14 point lead. And if they build on this and lead by about 20 in the fourth quarter, they expect the pace to slow down. Projection has this in-game total of 238 and a half. Uh, I would argue that you can still play that under, considering I bet under 235 and a half for the game. So uh, I think the algorithm is wrong. Okay. How about that? So a little in-game under would, yeah. be, would be the look there. Um, Suns just turned it over, by the way. They were up by five, laying four and a half. So let's do this. Let's get this thing done. Come on, Suns. You want a score update, too? I do. Uh, Luka Doncic has a 56 points right now. <laughs> uh, and the 101 left to go, excuse me, 151 left to go in the third quarter. And uh, Devin Booker has 48 with 306 left to go in the third. And he's got the ball in his hands. Let's go. All right. Um, best bets for the weekend, JVT. Let's start NFL and then we converge and into, uh, into some hoop college yeah. hoops. Little NBA, too, is a very good slate tomorrow. By the way, JVT on tomorrow, what time? 9 to 1. P.A.M. 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific time. There we go. All right. That's it. Noon to 4 Eastern. Him and Pamela. Pamela Maldonado. Is that, what that is? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, all right. Tomorrow, or excuse me, Sunday, what will you be putting into the account for conference championship weekend? Uh, Ravens money line price. And um, again, to be determined because I want to see what the cheapest price is going to be. I also might get a little frisky with it. Ooh. In that, do I wait and let the game start? and try to hedge off on an in-game cheap money line price. Now, obviously, there's the possibility that the Ravens lead wire to wire, and I never get an opportunity, and it all goes to hell. Um, but I haven't decided what I want to do there yet. Um, and under, and 49ers and Lions. That'll be a bet for sure. Again, not a bet I've made yet. Just sitting back and waiting. I think this thing's going to go up rather than go down. So I'll take the best number that becomes available to me. All right. Uh, I am on... Moneyline parlay, take two favorites. Get real original there, Tim. Uh, but that's what I'm doing. I think both favorites take care of business. Uh, if I had to lay one of the two, I would lay it with Baltimore. It does look like there's a three and a half still out there, yeah. but four is the consensus. So uh, I would lay it if need be. Um, but uh, I think Baltimore and San Francisco both take care of business. And uh, you can get that for under your standard juice of minus 110, minus 106 right now at DraftKings when you add minus 198 to minus three. 40. All right, JVT, before we get to the college slate, uh, there is a game that you have eyed up for the NBA tomorrow. Clippers, Celtics, opening number at DraftKings, Celtics minus six. Yeah, give them all to me. Give them to me. Let's go. I think these two teams are near equals. This is the big test right here for the Clippers team that uh, I believe is the best team in the NBA. Should be healthy. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, play through second legs of back-to-backs. We have seen now, uh, go back to last week, where they played host to the Denver Nuggets. They laid seven, seven and a half. They ended up losing the game outright. The market loves Boston. They love them at home, rightfully so. But uh, when you're talking about fellow powers of the league, should not be this big of a number. Get it to second leg of a back-to-back, but uh, it's not going to be, if they take care of business here, the most uh, taxing back-to-back for the Los Angeles Clippers. We expect everybody to play. Give me all six. It is uh, another loaded Saturday slate of college basketball. Yes. Uh, a lot of that has to do with the Sunday slate being very 
tiny uh, because of conference championship weekend. Uh, but a lot of games to get to. I will try to uh, hit on as many as possible. I'm going to be joining humans, by the way, tonight at 1130 Eastern, 830 Pacific to break down some of these games. Uh, one of the biggest games of the day. Ames, Iowa, Iowa State, 23rd in the land against Kansas. Iowa State opening up as a three and a half point favorite in this one. Uh, TJ Otzelberger, squad former UNLV coach. Uh, I, I, I would look a little bit at Iowa State here. Uh, Ken Palm projects this at five, market sitting at three. Kansas, uh, for them, were able to bounce back after last weekend's loss on the road at West Virginia. Winning on the road in the Big 12 is uh, quite brutal. So yep. uh, that is a uh, big one there. Three and a half. There's even a four offshore in that one. Yeah, and, and uh, we were talking about a Kansas team that is two and two straight up, one and three against the spread in true road games so far this season. Uh, that damage, of course, uh, a lot of it recently being done uh, on the road in conference play, including that West Virginia loss, like you mentioned. I would lean here toward Iowa State as well. I think we were talking about the way they could play, the way that T.J. Altsburg likes to play, a little helter-skelter, force some turnovers, get out and run, and get those possessions uh, up and going, ball movement as well. I think it's a good spot for Iowa State, especially playing consecutive home games after beating up on Kansas State on Wednesday. One spot that I had circled, JVT, and uh, not so sure if I'm going to get to the window on it because of what we saw last night is Oregon State as an 18-and-a-half-point dog, beat Arizona outright, 83-80, to 80, with a game-winning three-pointer at, uh, at the buzzer. Excuse me. Uh, we got Dana Altman's squad catching four at home against Arizona. Uh, Oregon, in a pretty weak Pac-12 this year, I would say has made a pretty strong case that they are the second-best team. So this was a spot that I was hoping to maybe grab uh, Arizona at a little inflated price at four. Uh, especially Arizona coming off a loss, uh, probably a pass. Initial lean was towards the Ducks. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, look, I actually, I think Arizona's kind of flawed, right? Like, I, think I think they're seen, very flawed. Right? And so I don't think it's the worst thing in the world even coming off the loss. I'm with you. Like, would you have preferred that this would reflect a little bit more of what the Ken Palm original projection was? In my notes, I had this original Five. projection. Yeah, uh, just around there. Actually, and I, I was looking earlier today. I had it down at seven. So I think we've seen a little bit of an adjustment. So you kind of wish that Arizona maybe had not lost that game. But I still think that this Oregon team, as they're starting to find their footing, I, I think that they're actually a pretty good matchup here for Arizona. And I think this is a flawed team. So wouldn't say no to still betting uh, uh, Oregon here. Yeah, it would be uh, an Oregon look for me or pass. Uh, another good one in the big uh, in the ACC. We got Clemson, who got off to the red-hot start this year uh, before kind of stumbling a little bit. They've now lost four games in the ACC. Remember, this team was one of the last undefeated, undefeated teams, easy for me to say. Uh, they went to Memphis. They lost. Somehow covered. I had Memphis. Uh, and then uh, they have lost four games so far in conference play. Had a nice win last week against Florida State on the road at Duke. Uh, Duke a little bit banged up up duke last weekend lost at home to Pitt. uh so interesting spot there clemson i believe is catching seven in this spot now out to yep. eight uh at some spots i agree with that line move too and i think one of the big things that you're looking for here uh duke coming in 25th in overall three-point percentage uh against a perimeter defense that has been eh, not great uh 238th in the country an opponent three-point shooting clemson giving up a lot of open looks I think the blue devils will be pretty live here and i was kind of impressed as much as you can be we were watching that on tuesday right where it looked like maybe louis Bill was going to kind of give him something and then ended up pulling away and yeah. winning that game. So I think the market's getting this right and pushing up the Duke side. All right. A couple uh, situational spots just to keep an eye on.
eye on. South Carolina coming off of their big win over Kentucky. They're at home. I would have loved them to be on the road, but they're taking on Missouri, who's kind of the dregs of the SEC this year. That number is at eight. Uh, I would look at Missouri uh, potentially in this spot. You're backing a team that's winless in conference play. So uh, do recognize that. And another spot that I have actually already bet, JVT, is LSU. LSU coming off of back-to-back losses. They lost on Wednesday to Georgia. Uh, You know, Matt McMahon and his squad is kind of up and down right now uh, in year number two of that program. But I think LSU going to Alabama, I think Alabama's a little bit inflated uh, in the market, especially coming off of a win against Auburn where they got out to a big lead, yep. lost said lead, ultimately pulled it out. Uh, I think catching 12 and a half, that's a real hefty number. I like LSU to keep it close. For me, uh, let's go to the Mountain West. Yeah, the, baby. You and I were talking about this earlier. Utah State, the uh, the warts are starting to show, and they're on the road against Boise State. Uh, Broncos looking pretty solid. Lost wire to wire to UNLV, but have since bounced back. Got a big win over San Diego State. Uh, didn't cover as a five and a half point favorite on the road against Fresno State, but did win that game. Utah State starting to see this defense kind of fall apart in Mount West play, and I think this is a bad spot to go on the road and take on Boise State. And if it's going to be two and a half, which is the number originally earlier today, lay them with the Broncos. Yeah, Boise State right now, two and a half at a number of spots, three and a half at DraftKings. If you're wondering, I know a lot of people like to look for the old unranked home favorite versus ranked team. Mm-hmm. This is the only spot on Saturday that that fits. Boise State unranked, Utah State ranked, Boise State laying two and a half or three, depending on where you look. All right, JVT is back tomorrow at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, right here on VSIM with Pamela Maldonado. I'll be on with Humans coming up tonight at 11.30 Eastern time. Speaking of which, Matt Humans is up next with VSIN tonight. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 